It is Midnight in Baghdad. I'm Goldie Metcalf. I'm Charlie Naughton. Welcome along to season three, episode eleven. Only eleven shows this year, Charlie. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna increase that though. We're gonna do a lot more. We, we, we have a great show lined up for you today. We always do. We always yeah, do. Always. Or at least we always claim to have a great show lined up. Um, a lot of stuff has happened, obviously, over the last week or two. Strange things in the news. Um, and one of the strangest things that I came across, I must say, is um, genderless babies. Okay, tell us a bit I, about this. I put this up on... Uh, actually, before I talk about genderless babies, I mean, I forgot to mention, it's... How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, how are you? How are you doing? Yeah, how have you been? No, but it's, it's, a, um, it's a new look show. In the sense of obviously we're still in the same place where you're mm. still using the same equipment wearing different clothes granted but in essence it's a new look show because we have a new logo we do yeah it looks great actually and we're going to have pictures of ourselves up there soon D- don't surprise don't ruin the surprise, don't surprise. <laughs> <laughs> he's after ruining the surprise already and yes folks you are going to get to see finally what goldie and charlie look like um but it's going to happen in the next next while next, it's not going to happen next week soon. or two yeah we'll we see. guarantee it'll be out like Within forty-eight hours, we want to yeah. keep you on the edge of your seat for a while. Definitely, um, and just keep just keep tuning in, keep responding. Thanks to everyone who's who's got on Facebook and typed a message, and the rest of you that are listening. You've got to get involved in the topics and, and get banter going. And if there's any topic that you see out there that we haven't covered, feel free to post it up. Yeah, yeah, post we, it yeah and absolutely. We'll, we'll take it down. <laughs> we, 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 no, we want to thank uh, Poach Design Studios for the graphic work that we got done. Um, they're sponsoring the show poach, tonight. Poach. And we really appreciate it. So thanks very much. As you can they see, have from a jingle. No, it doesn't. No, but a jingle. Um, what do you What do you think of the new logo? I think it's fantastic, actually. Yeah. yeah. Why Why a hot air balloon, Goldie? Because we're full of hot air. I think you know. Everyone will say. But realistically, yeah. I think it's it's the genius of merging the colors, dusk and dawn, um, because we are obviously in the middle of that, being midnight in Baghdad, yeah. and, and and I think that's quite Im- impressive. Mm. So thanks again to Poach and, and Design well. Studios. Poach, poach, poach. We appreciate that. Um, yes, yeah, so genderless babies. Well, not, it can't exist, first of all. It's a political term. I don't think it's real. It is. Because okay. they got to be some... they, they got to be some gender. Before we talk about the genderless babies, I just wanted to refer back to... Do you remember last time we were talking about our posts and your posts? Yeah, yeah. And uh, we got some feedback in, and it was quite clear people did know the difference between Goldie's and Charlie's posts and I think that's quite evident this week as well um, with right. some of the things you've put on um, it, it's just it's typical Charlie you know but uh, I just wanted to, to bring that up but genderless babies what can you tell me about genderless oh, how babies how did someone know the difference between from the type of thing you put up the language you use obviously you engaged in conversation with somebody this week um, and it's quite evident Which is great the, the, the fun, two different the approaches that, that we would take okay you think I'm too aggressive you're very forward, I think. You're very forward, and you, you you probably try a little bit too much to be humorous. Whereas with me, it's kind of more natural. Um, <laughs> 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 okay, there's no well, need. For, <laughs> there's no heard. need for the fake laugh there. Uh, but genderless Charlie. babies. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> genderless babies. I'm still working with you for the next while until you replace me. The minute he hears I'm going off to college, he's like, "So I have to replace me now. Get a new guy in." But we will. Yeah, but no, no problem. It's great to see you going off to college. Oh, yeah, no, it's kind of not coming off. I'm not like 18. <laughs> if, if any, <laughs> my mum isn't kicking me out. If anybody does want to uh, apply Get to be... No, if everyone does want to apply to be the host of the show, join Charlie here in the studio. Do, uh, do send us in your resume. No, not to join me, to replace me. To replace you, yeah. yeah. To join me, to replace you. How would you. you get someone to replace me? 
They had like would you go for? I just have to bring them up and they can sit in that chair there and drop them home. Would you go for the same kind of person? Or would you go for I think it's a need. I think it's a need. I think it's a need of a change. A need to know. But listen, that's not what we're here to talk about tonight. Yeah, folks. do you know what, folks? He insulted me during the week by comparing me to. I can't even remember the guy's name. Who? Off Alan Partridge, Midnight. <laughs> 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 North Norwich Radio. Yeah. yeah. Who? Simple Simon. Simple Simon. As if you're the host of the show, we're co hosts. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep forgetting that. No, we are. Yeah. I no. am obviously the host. You, you, you know, you see this like we're a Boeing what seven three seven is that, and you're the pilot and the co-pilot, and I'm only needed if you have a heart attack or collapse or something. It's a little bit like that. You're not in the head. It's honest. not. It's not like that at all. You are like the kid that no one likes, but they actually have the football. So we invite <laughs> you, we invite you to the pitch. That's it. Right. Like, you've got the equipment. Yeah, I but, would, but I would at the end of the day, podcast. that kid always gets his game, so... He does, and then he gets to go home with the ball, and if anyone gives out, then he's off, storms off. Exactly, so it's but a win-win situation. if I had this equipment, I would be doing a podcast way more often, and I would have more free reign to do it. You're, 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 you're more than entitled to, to do that. Boys, yeah. Actually, did you bring the subscription fee for this week? I did, yeah, I did. It's going to make a big deal of pain at the end front of the uh, coach. <laughs> you're, you're okay, so genderless babies, goalie. Genderless babies. So, apparently, we're at an age now where... We can have genderless babies. Um, <laughs> and, and, and this, well, not us, but <laughs> mankind. And this happened in Canada recently. The first baby in the world, I believe, possibly just Canada, but I'm going to say the world. Apparently the world, yeah. To be given a health insurance card <coughs> that doesn't define its gender. And the mother, obviously, or the, the, I say the mother, <laughs> but that's the thing, isn't it? I was just automatically say the mother because you'd expect it to be the mother that had the baby, mm. but it's not. The The... The person, I don't even think parent. they identify as parent. The, the parent, <laughs> they don't, but some of these people don't identify as yeah, people or They persons. don't identify as anything. It's crazy. And the parent, I, I think is probably the best word to use, that you're right, is a non-binary parent. Yeah. Now that they are neither body? male or female. Come on. And this parent's surname is what? I'm not sure. Dottie. Is it Dottie? <laughs> Genuinely, yeah. I don't, I didn't see that, that part. Um. Have you seen a picture of the father and of the mother? But they're the same person, aren't they? It looks like to me like they're brother and sister. It's ridiculous. Um, And these are people are apparently part of the gender-free coalition. Like there's actually even people. There's actually a coalition for this stuff. Like where do you draw the line here? And and that's what we ask a lot on this show: is where do we draw the line? And and we're forced to ask it again and again. It's crazy stuff. Well, would you have no sympathy for this person? Like this, this parent has said. That when they were born, the doctor took a look at, at their genitals and decided, and decided what they were facing yeah. that. And, and, and can you not see where she's coming from? That we are, before when you're born, you're given an identity. You're given a PPS number. You're given everything. You have no say in it. You're given a religion, which you you hate yeah. that idea. You yeah. know, and you, so she's just taking it from a gender point of view instead of religion. Yeah, but I, what's your issue? But there, there's clear definitions of what a male and a female is. Do you um, really believe that? Absolutely. Like it's it's pure primal you like nature. It's it's the and, reason and do you base that gender on external gen genitals. Yes. You have but to do you not understand that some people could have external male genitals and yet have a female yeah, interior. And, uh, so what would you say about that? Like but that's but that's what you have and, and when you say I don't think you physically they generally don't. That would be It can happen. But that would be like a freak. And I don't mean that. In a, I don't. No, I don't. I don't mean that in a derogatory sense. But that would generally be a freak of nature. What? what like, no, but what you're saying is, 
are they, you know they're born with a female mind in a male's body. I'll agree to that. No, but I meant I meant people, like they have people a womb, are, but they have penis as well. That's very very rare. And and no, that there's not people going around doing that. Like you know what I mean? That's <laughs> that's a rarity. So it, that would be a freak of nature. That would be a freak of nature more so than the standard freak of nature of a man being born in a woman's body. Because that is obviously let's it's be a honest about thing. it. It's well, no, it is a little freak of nature because I I think it is a mental no, I meant, thing. I meant psychological thing. It is a psychological thing, but that's probably just how their brain is wired. So therefore, they are. To be a gendered woman. Yes. Yeah, and they have a man's. Yes. Body. So that is. Do you, a, that, do you, that do you buy is, into that? That is a freak. Yeah, because I, I believe that's genetically what's happening, and it is. And I don't mean to offend anyone out there, but like so let's, then what's let's your look at the common the cold facts. It is a slight freak of nature. You know, it's not meant to be that way, but that's fine. We'll accept you. Um, to the light of it, <laughs> if any listeners. <laughs> no, but to, are to non-binary. Yeah, they'll be, be over the moon. But what I don't get is people who just don't say that they're not. They're neither. No, what? Like well, hold that, on a second, goalie, goalie. I don't think the parent is saying that the child is is non-gender. No, they're not, but they're saying they are. We haven't even got to the child. Oh, yeah, okay. They're saying that they are. No, I don't think crazy. they are. I think they're saying no, they they're, they're picked the wrong gender. No, that, the, that when they were born, the doctors gave them a gender. Yeah. But they're saying they're neither. They've grown up to uh, realise that they're neither male or female. Or both male and female, is it? Non-binary. Okay, so you don't, you don't buy that? I don't buy into that, no. But what they're saying now, genders? they're saying now, and, and it's an interesting fact that you brought up about the religion, It's uh, they're saying now that they will let that baby decide themselves when the baby okay. is old enough to decide if it's male yeah. or female. Now, we, when you associate that with religion, it's it's, it's slightly different because, you know, I, I, as I said before, my children were only christened because it was expected and it was a done thing and it was to get them into schools and stuff like that. But realistically, I wouldn't consider myself a practicing uh, Catholic. I am a Christian. I do believe in God, um, but I just don't believe in organized religion. So I didn't buy into having to do it, but I did it because it was necessary. And that's different. If somebody has the balls to be able to stand up and say no, <laughs> and I don't mean to have the pun there, like balls in the sense of the expression. If people had the balls to stand up and say, no, I'm not going to conform. I'm going to let my child decide what religion it wants to be. That's a little bit different because by deciding it's religion, you're forcing something on the child. In relation to the gender, that's just naturally happened to them. Nobody's forced it. It's nature. They were born with it, with certain genitals. That hasn't been forced on them. But what this parent is now doing is forcing the issue on that child to actually question itself. Now, what if that child grew up not needing to question itself? That parent is now making that child question its own identity, and it's going to cause issues for that child. That didn't need yeah. to happen. Do you understand I, where I, I'm coming from? I totally from? see where you're coming from, Goldie, and I actually, not for the first time, totally disagree with you, even though I see where you're coming from. You disagree? No, yeah, completely disagree. I'm really disagree. proud of the argument I just stated there. And you're, you're I disagree with everything. Disagree. No, I, I, I see exactly where you're coming from. You put forward a really good argument using my point about the, the religion. Yeah, I know. But, it was a good eight. But the point of of questioning the child's identity. I agree with you about this will cause huge difficulties for the child, definitely. Bullying, it's going to be horrific for yes, the child. Yeah. But, when you first sent this link, I was in stitches. I was thinking, another freak and so on. And then I actually read the article. And about halfway through the article, I started to be won over by the parent's argument and the point the parent is making. Now, what disgusts me is that the parent is using her child to put forward a political point, which is horrific, I think. You know, they're using the child. They're, they're destroying the child's life. 
the chance of a normal life that that child would have would have had a normal life with a parent like that anyway maybe not but i actually think the parent's heart and mind is in the right place there's nothing wrong with questioning your identity we do it all the time we mightn't question our gender but we question our religion we question our sexuality we question but whether, we don't whether question we're doing our the right sexuality thing. yes we do some people yeah. question their sexuality i've never questioned my own sexuality i, I, I don't I, believe I, that for a second what, what do you mean you don't believe that I for don't a believe that for a second. Why would I ever question my sexuality? I don't I'm mean comfortable in my sexuality. You're comfortable in it, yes. So I've never had to question it. But this person How can you say forced. that? Maybe when you're 14 or 15, you could have questioned. I didn't. I'm telling you I didn't. Maybe I could have, but I didn't. I knew. I knew. Do you believe so, you're 100% heterosexual? Well, nobody is ever 100% then heterosexual. You've questioned, then you've questioned it. No, it's it. not. Because I, it's, it's, I think it's, you it's, think it's, I mean by question, like, you're saying, oh, am I gay? question just means asking yourself like okay i'm heterosexual what does it mean to be heterosexual and this then it becomes more blurry and the, the boundaries become less clear that that's all i mean by well, question uh, you know by asking yourself what does it mean to be heterosexual maybe that's what i've never had to ask myself that because you just know i kind of think i think i know where you're going with this um but if if what you're saying is true then it's society that have made us question that because if you know growing up naturally you just know you would never need to question but nobody but now grows people, up naturally people bachelor. are now asking themselves am i actually gay or not it's because of the way the world is today yeah but we can't escape that and short of being raised by wolves you can't escape society and society isn't this what the woman the, the parent Person is trying to point out thing that society creates your identity society like even before the show we were talking about certain people and you talk and, and you put them in a group and i automatically yeah. knew the kind of group of people you're yeah. talking about we do yeah that's so we do that in society and and it's whether it's right or wrong it's unavoidable whereas this but see, parent I, I is don't trying to say to that kid when you grow up i don't want you to be in any group at all now she's taking it to an extreme absolutely and, and we agree on a we, we agree on an awful lot of stuff we agree that it's going to destroy that child's life yeah but we just agree that it's going to destroy that child's life for different reasons. Hmm. And that maybe the parent maybe is we're not, not both such wrong. a freak. Maybe we're not both wrong. Let me, let me put it this way. I'd never, no matter how good the point I see that the parent is making, I never in a million years would voice that in my kids. And I wouldn't have wanted to voice it on me by my parents. It's, it's a horrible life that waits today. We're going to now look at some of the issues that we'll face today in the future. What things do you think the kid will face? From early childhood on. Um, well, obviously you're going to talk about the bullying. Okay, there will be the uh, bullying. There will be exclusion. There will be bullying by boys and girls. Do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. She she she'll struggle to fit into any element probably. Um, but I I, I think the clothes that she wears, the parent is going to go out of the way to wear clothes to get how kids do you wear non-gender clothes but how do you wear non-gender that's, clothes that's what i was going to say do you understand yeah. like yeah. if it's a dress like a tracksuit so dresses are out are they though or is that just our perception of what gender is you don't even ask the question before that's that's but point, no you, you just see? you'd assume yeah. a dress is a girl's but she might yeah. see that as if a, if a boy wants to wear a dress she can if a girl wants to wear a dress she can this is what the i think we agree so you'll essentially the parents would probably say a dress is seen as a girl's yeah thing, but we so don't think so no, she'll say, no, I don't think so. If she wants to wear a dress, it's good. But if she's making she a can. point of not identifying her child's gender, she won't put the child in a dress. I don't know. I think she could be so fucking crazy. I think she could be so crazy. You're supposed to be respectful. I don't mean that to be disrespectful. But she, she, for to us, it's crazy. Because we don't... <laughs> it is crazy to <laughs> us. But that doesn't make us right. But it is. So, if she's that crazy... It is crazy 
it's a, it's crazy to general society. I think that's the whole girl's point. Yeah. Do you understand? And she wants society. She wants us to be yeah questioning that. Yeah. yeah. But we believe it's crazy because it's it's not conforming. So yeah, let's use the word crazy casually, and and please don't take any serious offense to it. But she might actually think that it's okay for her to wear a dress because anybody can wear dresses. She will take it to that level, and I believe she will do that. Okay, I think that's highly unlikely because she she'll try to avoid what is seen as traditional male. So what? She just wears uh, trousers all the time. Which is a traditionally a boys thing, you know. Yeah, although girls do wear trousers yeah, they now do. since the eighties. I'd imagine a tracksuit. Like I, we're trying to, we're trying to put, like we're looking into the future here, so we don't know. But yeah, something non-gendered as much. The as The point is, the clothes are going to be an issue. Yeah, uh, among many. So that's another thing. Going to be an issue. Yeah. I think self harm, for the child. Yeah. yeah. I think self harm and, and possibly suicide. Or if you're to try and be glass half full, we could she, say that yeah. this child will be. One yeah. of the first. She'll be an ambassador. Yeah, like she'll be everyone is bullied. Okay, so if that child wasn't going to be bullied about his or her gender, she'll be that. She'll be bullied about something else. She'll be the girl who gets sits on the back of the bus. What's her name? Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks. She'll be, she'll be the, the Rosa Parks of She's non-binary. No, no. <laughs> she gets to choose her race as well. Well, <laughs> listen, that's probably something we'd be talking about next week. But yeah. she's the Rosa Parks of non-binary people. Okay. Yes, she could be. And she, she could be. Score. She could be. The very let's fact hope she, she is. The very fact she let's is hope us she talking is. about it. Yeah, let's hope that there will be a positive outcome. That person. Uh, could what's turn her name? Scaly or something or Skyle yeah, or Skyle? It's definitely a Skyle or something. A, it sounds like a girl's name. Skyle. <laughs> it sounds like a girl. You can't say that. <laughs> we can't even pronounce it. That's what the whole point. So Scale <laughs> or Skyle, whatever your name is, we wish you the best of luck in the future. Um, we don't agree with it. We don't understand it, but we wish you. I'm all not saying I don't agree with it. No, well, just wouldn't. Generally, society doesn't. So what other our, issues? Our thoughts Be- and prayers we are with leave. you. Well, she's not dead. <laughs> no, but she, she's going to face a tough life, is all okay. I'm going to say. Who doesn't face a tough life? They're goalie. So what other issues? Like, everyone gets bullied. So she's going to get bullied for this. Well, what other bullied. issues then? Clothes. Everyone does. Um, clothes, we're saying. You said self-harm. We, we have, we, have we not just finished bullion. talking about this? Do you not, so that's it. Three issues are going to face I said self-harm, suicide. What else? What what like we've talked about? We wish center our well wishes. What what like? <laughs> come on, let's not milk it here, Scala. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? All right, I just think there's so much more to think about for that. Yeah, but we can apply it to the next topic, which is a not a next topic, but it's a, a sidestep. Um, not only are there genderless people out there, but there's people out there that don't even identify as human anymore. <laughs> yeah. People we'd love not to be allowed in the human race for that. So talk to us a little bit about that. Okay, so there's this there's this guy over in America who has spent thousands and thousands of pounds. He's a model. And I say he very, very loosely because the man has spent thousands of dollars on numerous uh, surgeries to try to make himself a non A transformation as such. Transformation, if you will, yeah. Um, and he wants to basically be the f- world's embodiment of an alien. Okay. So all of these these uh, operations. So we had it we had it up on the Facebook page a couple of months ago. And we never got to discuss it. And it's just with, with the whole... Did we? No, we never got to... Oh, yeah, it's been on the Facebook page. I didn't know. But um, we meant to discuss it, we never did. And then just when this whole genderless thing came up, we thought about the humanness again. Mm-hmm. So this person wants to become an, an, alien. an alien, basically. And they've had really radical surgery. Have a look at the pictures online. It's extremely disturbing. So they, they're, you know, they're getting their head kind of enlarged. How they're doing that, I don't know. They're getting their lips changed their eyes have been made you know it's basically as well which which i find fascinating is it's how does this person know what an alien looks like to me it's like an x-files alien well that's you know? that's just one of the points i was going to mm. raise is 
what makes him think that, that that's what an alien looks yeah. like? You know, we only have our imagination has had his genitals removed. But the the, the the real tragic point here is um, that no matter what, when you get talked about genderless people, you know, they'll never truly be male or female, but they, for all intents and purposes, they could be because we'll accept it. How can you accept somebody is an alien? You know, the, the very definition of an alien is that they're extraterrestrial, that they, they are not born on this planet. Yeah. So he can never get away from that fact. It's hard to have respect for his actions. He's another fruitcake. <laughs> not another. We're not saying the other one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, you know, why yeah, does he want to do this? This seems, this seems, this seems like a waste it's, of it's, money. It's, isn't it's, it? a, it's a somebody that's extremely disturbed. Or is it someone who's trying to come up with some, you know, the way people do crazy the, stuff? There to, is. To well, I have another rich. theory that I'll talk about in a minute. But <laughs> he's actually an alien. He's actually an alien. Right. Who was born looking like a human? So but, he's a freak alien. But we don't know what aliens look like. They could look like us. You know, we are aliens to other people. That's, that's true. Do you know what I mean? So we don't know. So Can maybe I just say, is an alien actually... Ge- Does an alien actually mean an extraterrestrial? Because I don't think so. Because you know the way we can have an alien in the country? An so illegal on. alien. Yeah. yeah. So... Well, they're extraterrestrial to that country. Right. It's 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 so we'll have to get him on 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 the air to clarify what he means. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe he went in to <laughs> get this surgery. He says I want to want to look like an alien, and he meant he wanted to look like a Mexican, like one of these border hoppers. Yeah. <laughs> and, <Yeah. laughs> and you got a trigger happy scalpel. Well, there, it could be, but no. It realistically, be, we yeah. all know what it, what we mean when we say alien, and. <laughs> <laughs> we hope it just doesn't make any sense no, and if, if he was truly an alien and wanted to mankind to get used to the idea of aliens living among them well then this would be obviously a genius way of doing it brilliant way to do it but again why pick that X-Files alien why not E.T. because that's not? probably the one of the most con- commonly accepted forms of aliens I suppose yeah. you know I They're suppose kind well, of benign what do you think will he do next with his feet his hands will he get webbed hands why webbed? Are they from what planet are they from? Are they from a swamp? He didn't specify what planet. But this is the thing, you know. We God knows what he's going to do. God mm. knows what he's going to do. Well, his nose. But it is, is interesting. Gone. And there's people. He's probably still a, had an operation since we put that up. He's probably updated. I don't even remember it. Um, but we have other people that do similar stuff. Like you've got Snake Man. If you Google it, folks, he's got his tongue chopped in half, and he, he basically wants to look like a snake. Does he, he has believe he's a his eyebrows. No, he doesn't believe it, but he he wants it's to just be a flash. One. It's just a. It could be just a money thing. It could be whatever. He wants his five minutes of fame or he's just completely deranged. What, what would you like to be? Get to be something freaky. Like, are you asking me if I could actually turn into something for real? Or are you asking no, me if I have, have to, to look surgical. like something? Yeah, it have to be surgical. A wolf. Right. Which is possible. Like, look how Hugh Jackman could make himself look like wolf. Well, there you like go. Yeah. Crazy hair. Yeah, yeah. You do have sideburns. I'm what else What else would you get done? Would you start, you'd start you'd walking get the on fangs. all fours. You'd no, you get well. I suppose you would, yeah. But you'd obviously have to get the fangs. Unless you're a wolf that stands on two feet. You could there be something a, like a werewolf. Tales. A werewolf. werewolf yeah. um, Which would you be? A werewolf. Yeah, I'd love to be a werewolf. Cool, well, I actually wouldn't. I'd prefer to be a vampire. But if right. I had to be a werewolf, I'd be a werewolf. Um, if you had to be, you wouldn't have a choice. <laughs> yeah, well, Why would you, you prefer to be a vampire over a werewolf? <laughs> you're hairy enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm hairy enough. Yeah. You've got like all you'd need is the fangs. You'd need. Uh, you know, eye implants, stuff like that. 
wouldn't be too big of a transformation. What kind of eye implants? Like, like red? red eyes or something, yeah. You're talking about a vampire now? Well, no, a werewolf. Has Actually, both, it kind of applies to yeah. Well, it depends on, on which fiction you're reading or watching. Do you um, believe that there is... I think vampires are sexy. That's why I... You know, the eternal life, the orgies... <laughs> yeah, like it's You've been uh, watching porn, like parties. <laughs> yeah, but like that's generally and vampires are very sexual creatures and they can you know yeah, come on to tough. people and they can uh, charm and almost hypnotize people and just have massive orgies all the time. That but is uh, exactly what I thought of when you said vampires, yeah. <laughs> but but obviously you get to live forever, you get to see everything, you know, as you know, and we said it many times, my biggest fear is growing old and dying. Mm. As a vampire you don't have to do any of that. You'd still grow old, but you wouldn't well, you wouldn't grow old. You'd grow old in numbers, but not in appearance. Yeah, that's true. What about AIDS? How do you think you're like AIDS? <laughs> I'd hate to give you AIDS. <laughs> no, you mean I, I don't think they can contract it. It depends. Really? Again, it depends Are on the fiction. Yeah. It depends on the fiction you're reading. You know? I don't know how a vampire is a vampire human. Like they're a it's super the undead. It's an, an undead, undead so human. human suppose, so they yeah. should be able to contract AIDS. Then, which is going to be a big issue with them. But they're dead inside, you see. So. Emotional, <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> You've got AIDS, and the vampires, so <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. There's nothing working inside them that the AIDS. I don't well, know what the answer the worst is. Not, they're not real, be, yeah. But <laughs> humans, get although AIDS. there is real vampires out there, you know, that there, there's actually people who have identified as vampires as well, <laughs> and, they, and, they, and they live as vampires. <laughs> like, it's another, like, people who are people that non binary. Yeah, the fucking world is crazy. This is what so these you people do. They drink you blood and they sleep in a coffin. And cra- well, I suppose that is actually possible it's to become a vampire. You just don't live forever, yeah. yeah. But do they They drink human blood? Yeah. They w- the, a lot of them, like, they'll drink um, cow's blood and stuff like that, but uh, given the chance, they would drink human blood. And I don't know, uh, they probably can't go to it. I wouldn't even be surprised if there was a donor place for fucking vampires. There has to be. People putting... Yeah, sure, you could just raid those blood banks. Yeah, that's hold what I'm saying. Them up. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I could hold them up. I could counter with glass on it and all. People are just coming in, withdrawing, and lashing blood. Yeah, but no, you're right. You're right. You, you, <laughs> you come in, you've just a handkerchief over your mouth with your big shining red eyes, and your teeth are cutting through the handkerchief, and you have a big black cape. <laughs> and you get you get six bags of blood from the bank teller and you turn into a bat to try to fly off and you get caught then oh, you're taking that a bit too far um, listen I what we're actually saying though is it is possible to live a vampire life it is yeah. it is yeah. whereas it's not possible to live a werewolf life there you go and that's the reason would you be tempted to obviously you've tasted your own blood but ha- you've never drank anyone else's blood. Not, not that I can recall, no. no. Would you be tempted? Uh, no, I couldn't, Jesus. What about in terms of a sexual During act? sex. Would you? Yeah, if you were to buy... <laughs> like, <laughs> you're having sex with someone. And you'd bit into them or something happened. Yeah, and yeah, you could. You can imagine yourself getting caught in that moment would you, of would that turn you pure... Uh, what's the word? Ecstasy, is it? Pure... Pure um, lust, lust. Yeah, yeah. I suppose so kind of passion, blood ecstasy. But it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a thing that would turn you on on its own. No, I don't think so. But aren't you liable but to if do it absolutely anything during those minutes? And they're the of, great things of passion when yeah. anything can happen. Yeah. Anything can happen, and you're willing to do anything, and the crazy stuff can happen. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> my kids, come on, and you see what I'm doing to mommy. But this is yeah. it, and you can understand how you know people can be 
killed, I suppose, during sexual acts. Um, and it happens all the time. It, it just goes a little bit too far. But the point is, during those few moments of pure joy... Unintentionally killed, you mean? Yeah, yeah. And, I suppose, indeed, <coughs> actually killed. But, yeah. Kind of snuff, really. Well, we won't talk about that. But, um, what else... But I, I'm kind of shocked, though, because I know, I know you're very liberal and I know you're a very sexual being. But the thought of the thought of blood would turn. Like, I wouldn't mind having sex with someone who's having their period. But then if they, like if, if the thought of having to t- touch that blood with my mouth or drink it would kind of now. But that's the a whole dirty day. blood, isn't it? Like, you know, and well, is it not the same? Not is it not the same? Yeah, no, there's all sorts going down there. But um, like you've obviously done it, and it's it's been on your genitals afterwards. I've I've licked someone out with with um, menstrual blood, but it, it doesn't turn me on. I just do it. You just do it. Just do it. Yeah, yeah. And it well, there you go. Is that not the point? Then that you do like in the cold light of day, you wouldn't want to do that, would you? No. No, but in the heat of the moment, Drink. you did it. Yeah. So that's so, the point. Okay. Yeah, point proven. So let's move on to the okay. next item on our show. Uh, something a little bit more. I suppose we've been very serious up until now, yeah, and, yeah. and got into some heated discussions. But let's talk about an incident that happened in Texas there during the week. Sorry, Charlie, if you're looking for a glass, you'll find one. Uh, you'll find one over there. No, you I have don't. a cancerous lump on your elbow. On my arm. Yeah, on my, your arm. my forearm. I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's not cancerous. Is this another case of go to the doctor, get yeah. it checked out, and come back and let me know? If you remember, folks, a couple of months ago, I had... Um, what did I have? You did a lump on your penis. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Do you love bringing it up on the show for some um, reason? And you insisted on me going to the doctor and everything. I had to pretend I went. So Did you not go? No, I didn't. Ah, Jesus Christ. Are you serious? <laughs> and it's gone and I'm fine. That's 60 years. I've had I'm this. able to pay you for the next <laughs> six months. <laughs> yeah. But come here, I have this for the last probably 10 years or so. Okay, I've never noticed before. So I'd surely be dead by now. It, I've pro- never noticed before. It's probably just a bit of grit or something. A bit of grit? Like from the road? Were you picking a road? No, but, you know what I mean? and, but only recently I was able to actually pick it. But, uh, okay, I, I've never noticed that on you before. And I really? Think, yeah. If you I look back into your photos, you'll see it. <laughs> on your inner arm. Okay, but, well, I hope you're okay. Yeah, but anyway, getting back to the, to, to the show, and sorry, folks, for going too personal there, but yeah, Texas this week, there was a guy working in uh, a cookie shop, and a police officer came in, and I think he selected a chocolate brownie, and uh, the cashier said that he would pay for it for him. He says, you know, thank you very much for your service. Uh, you know, as you know in the States, be a, uh, there will be a lot of appreciation for the armed forces and for the police service in, in many states and areas. And so it, it, it's kind of a standard thing to say, thank you for your service. And funny enough, um, a friend of mine who works in the police service was, was actually got told that the other day, funnily enough, by somebody. Thank in, you for your service. Cashier, yeah, which was strange. And to, they pay for stra- the food. They did, yeah, and it was it was strange for that person to, to hear because it's obviously over here you don't hear it a lot. Mm. I remember he was telling me about it, but anyway. But can I ask a question here? Because I'm kind of confused, and when when I read this article, I was a little bit confused as well. I understand what you're saying about the the armed forces or the defence forces getting, you know, gratuity. Mm-hmm. I would have thought though it would be the shop, whereas from what the article that we've read, it it seems as if the employee himself paid yeah. in for this out of his own pocket. Yeah, now, surely that's rare. Um, like you and I have both I, been see, in retail. I don't know. Like in, in in certainly over here, there's a lot of places that do it as a matter of policy that um, give the guards free 
we'll give them free or yeah. discounted products yeah and that's just a matter of so it's not coming out of the employees pocket. no it's mm. a company policy whereas in the states i don't think it, it kind of works that way that did or certainly not this establishment didn't have this policy um because yeah there is cops that get free coffee and stuff in the states but this particular place it wasn't their policy to okay. do it right so because it wasn't their policy to do it this cashier decided to do it themselves and actually paid out of his own pocket now that's what we're led to believe that could be just a way of covering up that he actually didn't steal from the company but i'd like to believe that that part is true what? oh that because he if, it, for if free. he gave for yeah. free he'd be technically stealing and they probably didn't want to print that story so okay but i'd like to believe that it's really a case that he paid so we did it the cop was delighted said thank you very much and off he went and then this other family come up and say well i want my cookies free and he's like why he says well you gave it to the cop he's like yeah because well, he's a cop and I appreciate the service. And like, well, you're not giving it to us because you're racist. And the, the employee ended up getting suspended over it. And now I think he's since back to work and the company, the company have apologised. But what the fuck? I don't understand what your issue with this is, Gomi. He, so, he, got, he, he buys one customer something and then he won't buy the other customer something. Yeah, but the, the, you're the, saying, next, the, you're next, the family that come up weren't cops. There was nothing to suggest that he should be thankful to them for. Could have been teachers. How does the guy know? He didn't. They weren't identifiable as anything, and and that's a different story. If they were dressed as teachers, they're well, they're they the trying not to dressed. be. They didn't want to be pinned down as teachers. Well, then they don't expect a special treatment. Then, but the funny thing about this story is that it doesn't actually tell you the race of the people involved. Mm. So uh, now I think there is so a, politically correct. There is a picture, I believe, of the cashier who is white. We don't know what the cop is. I don't think it really matters. Um. But well, he has to be. He has to be a different race to the. Not particularly, family. no. Not particularly. Not over there, because there's black cops and there's black people, and they can be racist toward each other. It's crazy stuff. Okay. But the point is, <coughs> you, the cop is irrelevant. But you you automatically assume that the family is black, don't you? Yeah. Now that's obviously what the story is trying to tell us. Mm. But because the they're in a donut shop as well. But, but the f- it's a cookie shop. But the fact oh, that they the, shop, f- same thing, like. the fact that they know. The fact that they know that we, we are going to automatically assume, assume that, what does that black. say about us? But anyway, what's it say about them? What's they, it say that about they're humanity? saying they don't need to tell? They don't need to tell us the, the race. It's interesting that they didn't tell us the race. And the minute I read this, it reminded me of the article that you put up ages ago about the riots in or the, the fights in Dublin and how RT went out of the way not to specify the the that it was black. Yes, yes, I remember. They were that, so yeah. they're bending over backwards to try and hide that. Yeah. This seems similar. It's very or similar. is it just like you're saying? It's so obvious that we know that they're black but that they don't point it out. Especially because the whole point of this is it's a an article uh, about race. Yeah. But what do you think? Do you think this family are entitled to free stuff? Or are they just crazy? I think you and I for once would be in agreement here and this is a problem. But yeah, it, it looks like they're just typical scammers. That they're they're people who are just always going to use the race card to try and get free stuff. And when they don't, or when they don't get their way, if the, if the man goes for a job and doesn't get it, all the employees or employers are racist and so on. It's just it's just gone crazy. Yeah. But what what shocks me is the reaction of the company to suspend the boy, which shows. Like everyone is well, so you have afraid to, of race. Yeah, but you have to understand. Yeah, that's what you're saying. The people are so afraid of this issue, and it's such a major issue at the moment that the the company felt they needed to take action to defend themselves. 
when but it's almost in like hindsight they legitimized the black family's yeah, complaint but then in hindsight they reevaluate it because they actually have time to consider it and not, they don't have to immediately come out with a response when they think about it they go actually Jesus Christ nothing was wrong here mm. but the knee jerk reaction is that self defense mechanism instead of supporting the actual what is actually right yeah but I, I think nothing we both know nothing would have happened that boy wouldn't have been rehired if there hadn't been such an internet campaign I mean the, the mother not, went yeah. online straight away and it went viral yeah. the company had to then respond whereas if this hadn't got any publicity you're right yeah that, that poor would kid be, wouldn't yeah, would be out of a job. job it's like do you remember ages ago you, you did something about an, an employee in Tesco was it what was did it? they do something across the line or that, that was being blown up out of proportion they, it wasn't that they dressed as blackface. That was ages ago, wasn't it? For Halloween, do you remember that? That was Tesco as well. Yeah. There was something since in Tesco to do with a race issue. And we talked about it on the show, did we? We did. You mentioned it to me anyway. Yeah. And I, it I, just seemed so ridiculous. But Tesco's reaction was again yeah, really bad. Yeah, and it's bad. a similar thing. I don't recall the exact thing, but yeah, it's, we're seeing it every single so, day. So, so what are you saying? What does this show us about society and the world we're living in today and race? Because I know this is a big, this is a big issue for you, Goldie. A lot of people might think you're racist on the show. You need you need to show us that you're not, because I know you're not. But I'm not a racist, and that's the thing. And, and people people don't believe that I'm not a racist, because I talk about it so much, but I talk about it so much because it angers me. I hate racism so much that I feel like I have to talk about it all the time, because I see it so often in the world we live in today, but I don't see it as the same way as other people see it. It's kind of a reverse racism, if you like. It's so you only don't like when black people are racist traits? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying let's stop fucking talking about it and it won't be an issue anymore. Do you think racism ex- goes on? Do you think real racism. Yeah. Real actual racism. <coughs> yeah, th- of course it does. There are there's neo-Nazi groups, there's you know, exa- things like that throughout the world that are actively racist. Yes, of course, that exists. You're never truly going to stamp that out because there will always be distorted, or the you know the. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but there will always be that part of society that are just that little bit deranged and nuts, and you know you can never change that. Doesn't mean you should stop trying, but we we need to realize that that's not going to that's not going to stop. But this other stuff of racism, like buying the cookies or uh, anything, like you know you stopped my you pulled me over because I'm black people need to stop doing this that's not real racism do you not think that's subtle racism PC gone fucking wrong over the top and we need to stop that do you not think though there's subtle racism (coughs) it's it's hard to distinguish the subtle racism between what I'm talking about and so I don't know if you're if you're being serious here Goldie I'm being genuine well, a lot of a lot of the stuff that that we send each other is is racist. It's racist humor. It is, but so that we're doesn't part make... of it. Like, are you able to say that we can step outside that we're able to have a laugh at that, but we're not actually racist ourselves? Exactly. It's, it's a very 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 fine line, and it's. I don't it's know if it one. is a fine line because we should be able to recognize uh, differences and our past and you know just observe life and we should be able to laugh at that without any issue like we know the you know 
the Nazis exterminated the Jews or tried to wipe out the Jews. We laugh about that now. A lot of people laugh about that now. And it's not a big deal. It obviously is in certain areas around the world. But generally, comedians will get away with it. It won't be a big issue talking about that stuff. But that was a horrific time. But we observed that. And now we're at a stage where we can laugh about it. So, you know, we should be able to observe. And you think it's okay the racist to laugh thing. about and, the and, and <coughs> It's not. It, it's, it's, it's the way people are. It's, you know, just because you'd laugh about a, a Holocaust joke doesn't mean you're a Nazi or doesn't mean that you, you agreed with it. it. It means that, yeah, we all know it was a horrible, horrible time, but it doesn't mean you can't laugh at certain things. Is there then That's the how we go deal the issue that the Holocaust is finished? It's in the past 60 years in the past. Racism is not in the past. But it's not so in the past it not because we're, it's, not in, it's not in the past because we're letting it live. We're letting it live by not being able to joke at it. So can I sum up your argument? You're saying that, <coughs> are you saying that minorities are encouraging racism? They're, they're using it. They are using it. They are using it to, are using it to, to uh, absolutely, yes. Okay. That's definite. Okay. Um, what do you think of Trump? Do you remember when Trump was on the campaign trail and he imitated a disabled journalist who'd insulted him? Do you think that's okay then? I know it's not race, but it's... But would it be... Okay, it probably would be news if he imitated... You know. <laughs> Imagine he spoke like a black guy. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. If he, if he had an image... If somebody has, like... You know, let's say for Michael Caine, the actor. He's a very distinct voice. So if, Donald, if Michael Caine had come out and said something about Donald Trump, and Donald Trump responded to him using Mike, the Michael Caine accent, okay. it, it would make the news because it was a funny thing that he did. Yeah. It wouldn't make the news because he imitated... Michael Caine. So this person that had a disability, that's that's their characteristics. They obviously talk in a certain way or act in a certain way. So he was just imitating life. He was just imitating them. It's only an issue because that person has a disability. So yeah. I, I don't see the problem with so it. Yes, he problem. should have more sense and not do it. But he should only not do it because we can't fucking take it. I see what you're saying. What what about then to bring it back to race if he didn't if he had imitated a black person? It would have been absolutely hilarious. Um but yeah, he'd be he'd be crucified for it, mm. probably more so, yeah, than he would for a disabled person because there's a lot of people that don't have the same respect for disabled people as they would for black yeah. people. Funny enough, because it's just not as, as high profile. Mm. And it's interesting if Obama had imitated a white man, and he probably has. Do you know that? I I guarantee you could probably find something where he has, or an anecdote or something. Because why not? Because and this is the thing: Obama was so down to earth. He was, you know, he saw the world the way it is. He's still alive, mate. No, no, but he, I know, but as president. And he, he, he was just a very casual, down-to-earth, decent guy that had to obviously say certain things because he's president and he knows that the world will react that way. But I think if you were to sit into a room one-on-one -on -one with Obama, he'd probably agree with everything we're saying. Yeah, if you listen to all our shows, <laughs> I don't know about Well, that. if you are listening to the show, Mr. President, former elect X, whatever it is, uh, president, I'm going to call you president because I consider you my president. Mm. And you said um, a lot of things about him, which, like you said, he's a basically guy. Send I mean, us you a don't know this guy. I, but this is the impression mm. I the get. Impression him, and, and you can only judge a okay. book. What would you say Obama is doing himself these days? I mean, you're president for eight years. You're controlling the world. You I'd have, say he's enjoying life. I'd, I'd say he's like how playing golf. It's hard to imagine. Oh, yeah. well, he's obviously still doing a lot. There's no doubt about it. He's doing other work in politics, in politics, in some shape yeah. or form. And he's just probably realizing where he's at. I don't know. He's probably doing speeches at the minute. I, I actually don't know, but I don't think he's completely out of the limelight. But I'm sure he's enjoying a little bit of downtime, or has enjoyed a little yeah, bit of downtime. It, yeah. um, absolutely. Like it's, it's amazing. The great could have been 
it's different uh, yeah he was obviously mm. blocked with a lot of the stuff he did probably loved Bill as well um, but if you look at the very start of his presidency like he's this young black black haired man to now what it does what eight <coughs> years does to to a president you know he's he still looks very well but he's got the grey yes. hair he's visibly visibly a lot older and eight but years, it is eight years we all are, yeah but isn't it amazing it, it always seems to I, I still think it looks the very presidency well. does age people an awful lot um, it would age us in a week dealing with that stress absolutely and and, and listen I can relate to it in certain ways with certain you things, and me listening to loads of podcasts when you're trying to get this show improved and one thing that I listened to was a podcast about nuclear scares and it was fascinating um, Jesus what's, what's that is there a, a, a leak <laughs> Jesus Christ don't be talking about but, nuclear um, scares for God's sake man but uh so they talked about nuclear scares. They obviously talked about the big one, which you and I have handed over countless times, the uh, yeah. Cuban Missile Crisis. But then they talked about two other ones. One of them was... Um, one of them was during the um, Reagan era of Star Wars, and it happened in 1984. And um, <coughs> the, the, the... Why are we talking about... Oh, having to deal with this shit... Uh, I'm not going to go into it, it's a great story, I'll tell you after the show. But basically, at the end of the show, they talked about that there was a nuclear scare moment with Boris Yeltsin in the 90s, I think 95 or something. Okay. And they were saying that's the only time that any one of the presidents, the leaders of a country that has nuclear weapons, you know the way they all have a briefcase yes. with the codes, with everything. That it's only, that the, to their knowledge, to, to history's knowledge, to the public knowledge, briefcase has only ever been opened once and that was by Yeltsin and once that briefcase is opened you have a 10 minute window in Russia anyway and I presume the same in all the other countries where once the briefcase is opened you have 10 minutes you to must cancel it essentially is it well no you have 10 minutes in which you can you, you then launch yeah so you launch or not within 10 minutes you need to decide and if you don't launch if you don't decide within 10 minutes the launch goes so it's a launch launches yeah within wow. 10 minutes because they have to presume it, it that, that has you've been wiped out. Yeah, or. has been. Yeah, that's unbelievable. That's yeah. scary, isn't it? Jesus. But and what if there was a malfunction? That that was the second one. The the second nuclear scare was a malfunction. It was some new Russian system that they had. The Americans do it from space. The Russians do it from a horizontal line on the Earth. They think it blocks out the chance of natural phenomenon being interpreted as a missile attack. But the system was just new in eighty five, and there was one guy in a bunker. And he got like an incoming of five missiles randomly out of the blue, and he was calm enough to decide that that was a false alarm because he said later on, he said if America was going to preemptively attack us, they wouldn't do it with five, they would they would obliterate us with loads of weapons. Hmm. So he said the fact that it was only five, he thought it has to have been a mistake. Now he took a huge gamble. Well, if you're if you're America and you're listening now and you want to attack Russia, launch five because they won't believe it's real. But five won't obliterate them. That's the problem. Like you know, it, it won't obliterate every yeah. site that they have. Still, it's it's it could do. I'm sure it could do damage, and a lot yeah. of damage. But you had a guy there who who was calm enough because he was in the bunker and he, he picked up that. He phone had to make call. that decision. Yeah. yeah, and there you go, and 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 that's what we're doing. And dealing he got with a reprimand quick. for it. Really? Yeah, from the Russians. For not. For not going through the protocol. Because he was probably afraid that if he did, somebody would Do you know the crazy make the wrong thing? decision. He went home. He, he never told his wife. She didn't know what he did. He went home and he slept. Apparently, like they said, he, they found out about all this something like 15 years later when his commander released his autobiography. And the command in the auto, 
biography of this commander of the sky he said about that night that incident and the wife only found out when a reporter arrived on the doorstep all these years later all those years later he had never told her he'd never been allowed to tell her Amazing. Shocking. I, I couldn't it, live with that kind of pressure. Have you seen the movie presents, or the show House of Cards? Yeah. It's very similar to that in the sense of, um, and I'm talking about the transformation because if you remember, you know, Kevin Spacey in the first one is this young, dark haired guy, and now look at him as this old, grey haired guy. And Kevin Spacey isn't like that naturally, you know, it's, it, that's what they've done through the show. Mm. And it, it, it captures that kind of perfectly. Um, I'm going to. Actually, now you say that, yeah. Because you know? Kevin Spacey's in this new film, Baby Driver. Yes. And he looks and a lot younger. That's the way he was, yeah. yeah. So, um, Never thought of that, mate. There you go. So we're going to bring back a, an old favourite of mine, but in a different way. Oh, <laughs> I'm in agony. And, and. <laughs> and it's me that's in agony tonight, really? Charlie, yeah. Because what have we had recently? Hurry up now, you've got ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the month of June, Gay Pride Month. Don't get me started. So you're hitting every minority in this I, one episode. Usually, <laughs> this you is focus in on one target group that you're going to insult for the whole show. But I'm not trying to insult them, and that's okay. the bo- that's okay, the point. So you're, you're defending, <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah, this could be one of the, the okay. end of year special shows. Okay. Gay Pride. Uh, yeah, like we talk about it every year, and I'm sorry, but it is that time of year. So why not talk about it? You know, we do Christmas every every year, so. You know, it doesn't just because we did it once doesn't mean we can't do it before, as you found out with 1990 or whatever year you picked there recently. Um, okay. Is there still a need for the Gay Pride Festival? Uh, definitely, yeah. Why? The, the answer is in the in the name itself, Gay Pride. Like, why should they not be proud of being gay? Why, yeah, they shouldn't be not why proud. Why should they not be proud? They should be proud, but they don't need to fucking... Tell us about it. Yeah, there's a lot of people that do things they don't need to do. But what about the uh, straight pride? When is that? Are we going to have a non-binary? Are we going to have a non-binary pride next? Do you know what oh, I mean? You probably will. But this is the time. thing, you know. But how how on earth are you saying there's something wrong with with having a gay pride week? It doesn't insult. Because I think people go, I think people go mad on it now again. It's bec- like it, there's a very very good photograph. Uh, doing the rounds and I, I don't have it I'll try to find it and put it up if I remember um, but it's like Gay Pride 1985 say I don't know if the year is correct but it's in the past and it's literally people walking down the streets with placards okay and then it goes ba- Gay Pride 2016 or 17 and it's people in leotards fancy colours people getting sick and drunk and fucking right. antisocial behaviour and it just shows you that it's come a long way and it's come way too far jeez I'm surprised by you golly I'm going to use one of your own points like you used one of my points earlier to illustrate your own argument you said we do Christmas every year yeah now gay pride have their marches every year and their celebrations every year Christmas we have celebrations every year now the Muslims surely saying jeez you've already celebrated the birth of Christ like you've done it loads of times now you've done it 2000 times like get over it can we not just stop celebrating Christmas like by your logic, that's what you're saying. Because we're rubbing it in the Muslims' face. You know, we put up pictures on Facebook every year of everyone with the, with the mulled wine. Well, the Muslims should be respecting. Well, why can't heterosexuals respect gay we pride? We do. We do. And I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Thank you. Um, and that's all we have time for today, <laughs> folks. No, I, I, I do get what you're saying. The... But, I, you know, is it such a big deal? So, obviously, what you're saying, what you're trying to tell me is that 
back in the, those days it was actually fighting for the rights and that's why there's the placards now they've got their rights and now they're just celebrating it celebrating, yeah. yeah okay I, I think do, I you, can, do you think there's I think a I can, agenda I, behind no them. I think I can accept that but I think a lot of gay pride advocates out there would tell you the opposite I think a lot of them would say that actually we don't have the rights and they're still homophobic people and there's still well, there's still countries where they don't have the rights I'm sure like you know and I'm not talking about Muslim countries and so on yeah. there's still a lot of western countries where gay marriage isn't legal and so on so but on. then why not actually do something if, if the fight is still on why are you celebrating why are you not still fighting you know they, uh, they just see this as an excuse to go out and get drunk and do what they fucking want and get away with what they want I know and it's mean. not a cheat. It's counter loads of different. <laughs> it's, but it's counter. Promiscuous. It's I, a it's a knife for promiscuity. That that does happen. It probably happens most nights of the week. So I don't want to go into that <laughs> argument. Or In most weekends and everywhere. It is. It's yeah. a disgusting. But behavior. The point is the fight is still on. So is is it now count? I think it's counterproductive to what it's trying to achieve. And I've said that before in a previous show. Um, like but it, but. But Badger, they're raising awareness about it, if nothing else. I know what you mean. Like, does it seem counterintuitive to be out celebrating something? They're raising they're the wrong awareness, though. Like, why are they, you know, they're, 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 you're, they're you're saying, look at us, we're different. We're happy. If, yeah. Right? Instead of saying, look at us, we're the same. They're, they're not saying they're the same. I don't think any gay person would but say But they want the to be treated the same. They want to be treated the same, of course. Yeah, but they're not but saying they're, they're the same. You can't have a man both. and a woman are not the same, and yet they want to be treated the same. And they will be. But they you are, can't, they, you, you can't, they are. You can't have both. You can't say that you're no. different and then you want to be treated the same. That's ridiculous, Badger. Of course you can. Of course you can. They they are saying they're, they're trying to say that very point. And they're they, not the no, only group Because I think they are the same. This is, this is how non-racist I am, or now non-discriminatory I am. You know, but they're not the same. You, as you. Yeah, no, but you're equals. They are they're equal. They yeah. are, and that's what I'm saying. They are equals, but they're determined to show us how different they are. And they're forcing that upon us, and that's why I think it's counterproductive. Yeah, I I see where you're coming from, but I just don't agree with you. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm going to fall back on the the U.S. Supreme Court when they introduced segregation, when they they said they have um. They're different but equal. I, I I think a gay person is saying we're different from heterosexuals. They, we're equal to you. We have equal rights. But we're celebrating diversity. We're celebrating the fact that we're not the same as heterosexual. I think it's counterproductive a little bit. Do you bit. think Patrick's Day is, is, is kind of insulting to people who aren't Irish? It probably is. It probably is. What's the other country that celebrates Patrick's Day as well? Most countries around the bloody world. No, but I mean, it's actually their national saying. I'm not sure. Well. I'm not sure. I just think everybody is equal. And everybody should be treated equally. Stop drawing attention to the fact that you're different. And there won't be a problem. That's my philosophy on it. And a lot of people have a problem with that, but I, I, okay. I, I mean well by So it. you think someone who's disabled should be treated equally? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so we shouldn't have ramps for them to make it easier for them to get into public buildings. Well, no, we are. We're, we're, see, that's... You're showing that, like, this we're is this is this there. is a need that they have. Well, it's it's a we're we're allowing them the access, we're like to the same place as everyone else. And you don't want to allow gay pride the access to the street to have a parade. It seems contradictory to me. I think it's counterproductive. I think you're clutching a straw to try and come up with obscure I'm examples. Not, I'm, point, I'm point, put pointing holes out my argument. Yeah, I am because I don't. I think your argument is totally wrong. Genuinely, genuinely. Well, that's what makes it interesting, isn't it? 
I know, but I'd love to be able. I'd love, I'd love to in the last four minutes or so to be able to change your mind. But I know you, I can't. You're not going to be able no, to change. No, we it. never will. And I, and no, but you can't on other issues. You why can. should I? I have why should I? I have changed my mind for you before, but on, on this, I just yeah. don't think I can. And like, I, for and example, I respect where you're coming skittles. from. Look I, I get what you're saying. Okay, so tell us about skittles. Skittles, like the sweets, the rainbow sweets, and obviously you know, uh, gay pride is commandeered as such the the rainbow as their logo do you have a problem with that <laughs> what gives them the right but, <laughs> no, but like seriously um, but Skittles out of some bizarre uh, marketing campaign or show of support removed the rainbow colours from their package and the packaging was white and the actual Skittles sweets themselves were white Um. But they still have the tastes, the different tastes. Yes, they did, yeah, apparently. They did, yeah. Well, I, I assume they did. Yeah, I think they did. I don't know. I assume they did. But They didn't do this, do this over here. Well, I don't know. I think it was in the UK or the States yeah. or somewhere. But I'm the fact that flatness. The fact that they yeah. did it, well, it's, we're talking about it, so it didn't fall flat in the space. Now, what, there's a couple of different things. What is that saying, first of all? What do you think that's saying? It seems not to be supporting gay pride, if anything, because if rainbows... Is a symbol of gay pride, and Skittles are removing all the rainbow colours. Yeah, and I think the angle they're coming away with it from was that today the rainbow is only for one group, and that's the gay people. Okay, so we're not right. going to take the rainbow off you. We're giving it to you. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's unnecessary. I think uh, it's, a, kind it's a cheap marketing kind of stunt. Oh, it is was, it a stunt? It was well embraced. I think. Yeah. It was positively embraced. Positively, yeah. Okay, um, but not by you. Not by me. <laughs> and I, I just think like. What did, does it did say you about buy a pack of Skittles that day? No, but what what like I, I rarely eat them to be honest. Um, would you have bought a pack of M? You're a big M and M's fan. Aren't I you? love M and M's. Would you, if you had a craving that night for M and M's, and it turned out they were doing the whole I'd, stunt? But this is the thing: I'd probably buy them just to see do they taste any different. Okay. So it's a marketing, smart marketing stunt. Ploy it's a smart yeah. marketing ploy. They've taken advantage of it basically, and uh, what does it say? The fact in. Not do it in Paddy's day. But the fact that they were white, does that say anything? Should black people be offended? <laughs> That's a very good point. That's a very good point. I I guess and they're white underneath the colours, are they? I think so, yeah. yeah. Okay. So should black people that family are probably going to shit over. Well there you go. It, it just it, these are things that you need to ask mm. yourself. To be honest okay. with you. So And we've had we've had everyone asking themselves today. We have. We're going to go out with a song today, folks. From We're not Aids. going to go out with a song. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. What's another yeah. year? We're not doing the year until next year. We're doing what's another year. I suppose it is a song. Sorry? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Charlie doesn't trust me. He's, he's, to, he's doing sign language. <laughs> Here comes the piece of paper, folks. Just... <laughs> Go on, unwrap the piece of paper for the... How many pages have you got tonight? Normally, normally you're not allowed to make the noise of it, but I love the way you bring it every week. Something never changed. So what year do we have today? 1983. Not again. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we uh, have no, done it. No, you'd be shocked. Okay. Right, well, you, the time for moving the paper has passed. Okay. Right. <laughs> Stop looking. What happened in 1983? <laughs> what happened in 1983 going that you know? You were all of two. Yes. Uh, can I get one of those? Well, thanks very much. For you, mate. Thanks really, very much. Uh, yeah. Am I really staying over tonight, yeah? No. Uh, you should have. 
Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's okay. I, I don't. I, I don't think anyone will care. Yeah. Um. Nineteen eighty three. I was only a year old in nineteen eighty three. Um. Let me think. Well, looking back from a grown up perspective, you must know something about nineteen eighty three. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm thinking. Uh, Microsoft. Was Microsoft released in nineteen eighty three? There you go. Well done. Well, yeah. their their program. Microsoft yeah, the very yet. first Microsoft. Mm. Yeah. I'd love to have a look at that program now. It must look so. It must look like you know one of those. It must look like it's from the sixties. Yeah, you'd imagine it to be kind of Commodore sixty four. Yeah, with the kind of flashing line. Yeah. Underneath with a blue background. Yeah, I suppose all you have to do is look at stuff like uh, Superman three. You know, when he goes in and he's on the old computers, you'd, you'd expect it to be that kind of style. Superman three was nineteen eighty three, wasn't it? Was it? I think it was actually. Well, if it was, well, I think there it you was. go. This is the one where he's like. He's fighting against the machine, against the computer, ironically enough, yeah. And he's good and bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be Superman. I wonder is that nineteen eighty three? Let's let's check it up. Yeah, uh, that would be interesting if it was. So so all we'd have to do is watch Superman three and the computers on it. <coughs> I remember when I was in school, um, and I was in fourth year, so that would have been that would have been nineteen ninety four. We had a computer class. Did you have a computer class? We did, yeah. yeah. And we had these old um, BBC computers or something. It was crazy. And the Macintosh? No, not Macintosh, because my dad had a Macintosh at home. A BBC computer? I'm trying to think, yeah, it was so old. Funny enough, Superman 3 was in 1983, so there there you go, go, two birds at one stone. All you have to do is watch that and you can see, um, you can see computers and that. Exactly. Yeah, so Microsoft Word is 1983, alright, yep. Yeah. I'd say it took ages to load. Can you remember as a kid waiting for computer games to load? I can, particularly the Commodore 64. You'd put mm. the tape deck in and you get these squiggly lines the and tape deck, yeah. code or whatever it was. And so 1983 seems early then, doesn't it? It does. Well, no, the com- I don't think the Commodore was out in that year. No, 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 no. no. But, yeah, it's a long time ago. Time. So there's two things, um, Superman 3 and Microsoft. That's great. Anything else? I assume one of the Star Wars films would have been out. Uh, right, which one? It would have been uh, Empire Strikes Back, is it? No, that was 81, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, so we are looking at uh, the third one then. It's the Return of the Jedi. the worst of the first trilogy. Revenge of the Jedi was the original title, believe it or not. Really? And then they thought that a Jedi wouldn't actually seek revenge That's because that would be a Sith trait so they turned it into Especially Return of the Jedi in the, in the prequels then, absolutely yeah, yeah. Embrace the hatred. so there you go yeah Star Wars um, there's nothing do, else do you like that film that Star Wars film yeah like they're they're good films they're entertaining films they're mm. cheese there's so many plot holes but they're, they're enjoyable movies in and terms of the first trilogy yeah absolutely is that the yeah. weakest one uh, everyone hates the Ewoks you know that oh, like they get so much abuse yeah, it probably is out of the trailer to be the worst one. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I always loved it. I always thought it was great. Empire Strikes Back is by far the best. Yes, yeah, yeah. I always loved the third one. Good movies, and and the latest edition, the Rogue One. Have you seen it yet? No, you cried me. Amazing, amazing film. Very. Yeah. Uh, as I, What's as the next I, one? Is I, I it a Solo prequel. I believe so. Yeah, um, but uh, as I said to you the other day, um, movie of the year twenty sixteen is Rogue One for me. Really. Movie of the year twenty seventeen has been decided, as I said. It's only July. And right. I just, uh, you don't think a film will beat it? What? I don't think a film will beat Trainspotting 2. I think it's, for me personally, I think it's an amazing film. Yeah. But anyway, get back to... When, I, back when to I was asking you, was it based on the book? I, the book wasn't called Trainspotting 2, so that was my mistake. It was called Porno. Okay. okay. It, and they're trying to make a porn film. 
Is that what Train Spotting Two no. is? No. No. Okay. No. It's completely different. Right. But it's, it's a must a must watch. But let's get yeah. back to nineteen eighty three. Let's tell, tell me what else was there. Okay. Well, in the news there was the actual Star Wars thing, which is interesting because we talked about this mentioned earlier in the news. The sky defense system. Yeah. yeah. And it became dubbed Star Wars for obvious reasons, I suppose, now that Return of the Jedi and was so on. So this was the first time when America were launching these permanent satellites, I suppose, mm-hmm. to keep a watch around the planet. Just goes to show what people were living with, you know, in, in, in the 80s, that fear always that you're going to be attacked. Yeah. In America, anyway, and, and in, in Russia. I look upon that as a waste of money. They must see that 40 years later as a waste of money. Is it, you know, it, it could have helped in some way, shape or form? We, we don't know. We don't know. In that bombs never were dropped. No, in that, uh, did they help prevent them being dropped? Well, we don't know about. Interesting. Yeah, their I very suppose. existence. So yeah, we can never know about whether they were worth it or not. Well, what do you hope they were worth it then? If they got their money's worth. Well, you'd like to think so. Well, yeah, yeah, Nobody likes to see money being wasted. Yeah, because um, I suppose the terrorist press come now from. What else happened? Um, the first, first African American woman was crowned Miss America, which seems to me a. Oh, the Parks. <laughs> she was well past she was the best the in 83 but she was the Rosa Parks of Miss Americas I I suppose it, it's very different <laughs> very different levels of seriousness I mean I don't think anyone take Miss America seriously it's serious enough to be on this show I know and we only discuss serious stuff and tell me did you see a picture of this Miss America I <laughs> <laughs> wasn't my Google wouldn't image search kind of filters out stuff like because that because traditionally you wouldn't be into that kind of thing, would you? Sexually? Yeah. No, but it's not a race thing. What is it? The sexual, the sexual thing. You obviously, you obviously, uh, got, got this wrong. <laughs> 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 Miss America 1983 was an albino black woman. No, her name was Williams. I so it must be black. <laughs> no, but like, Saying here, it isn't saying that is Williams. That's amazing. Um, so you're wrong. So basically, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. I just researched this America today. 1983 contestant from California. It's definitely not her. Deborah Maffet. Okay. No, she's no. definitely. Okay, white. type in, type in Williams, Miss America. <laughs> I'm not wrong okay. in this. Like, do you I, any, You've got pages and pages of do research. I just, do you think I just go home? And write <laughs> I just write the random <laughs> shit. Random he won't check me because of, all because of safe tonight now he thinks he'd get away with not checking up <laughs> for fuck's sake what's so in first uh, Williams was her surname first African American um, model Miss Amer- no I'm sure there's loads of African American models Miss America there you are Sandra Sandra Williams what are you doing? Dead air, folks. <laughs> I hope this was 1983. Well, it not 1968. Be. It's 1968. Look at her. <laughs> How did I get this so wrong? Unbelievable. <laughs> 1968, folks. <laughs> <laughs> You're only like, what, 15 years out, is it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. okay. What else have you got? <laughs> you get, can I just check something? No, 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 no. There's been too much dead air dedicated oh, to searching sake. and researching the yeah, stuff that you should have ex- done. You're going to expose all of them. Come on. Okay. What else have you got? <laughs> For fuck's sake. JFK was shot. 
<laughs> no, okay. come on. Martin Luther King. <laughs> it wasn't shot, don't worry. Martin Luther King Day was inaugurated in 1983, and you're going to check that up now, aren't you? No, I believe that. Okay, what is Martin Luther King Day? I assume it's... <laughs> That's in there. I assume it's the day that everyone celebrates yeah. Martin Luther's speech and his vision and what he did yeah, the for third the, Ameri- the, the black third, civil rights movement. third Monday in January, everyone gets a day. It's a bank holiday. What do you think of that? Um, I know if I answer in a certain way, you're going to bring me back to the gay people having their celebration every year. <laughs> so why should black people have a celebration every year? Um, why don't you just be honest? Do you think it's a... I think, thing? yeah, I don't think there's any harm in it. I don't think it's doing anything wrong. Like, Is it an insult to white people? No, because it reminds white people of uh, what they did and, and their past and the oppression. Okay. Whereas gay pride Gay doesn't. pride doesn't. Gay pride makes people resent resent it rather than lament it okay what about why why don't we celebrate or not we but why doesn't america have you know a, a day where they celebrate a, a white person who championed human rights like eleanor roosevelt or someone like that roosevelt or is it roosevelt tomato tomato uh I don't know is the answer to that question because okay. maybe there wasn't an issue around civil rights for white people. There, there wasn't. Well, white women there was. Well, they w- I'm sure there's 100% an, a day for women for for that movement. To, you know, a national holiday day? Civil, yeah, there's definitely. You're 100% sure. I would be certain. I don't know if there's a national holiday but I can be gar- guaranteed there is a day where that is marked. Well, of course Absolutely. there's a day. There's a saint's day every day but like that's... Is it marked? It's marked but... I, 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 don't know if day, I don't know if there's a day off. Okay. I don't. Do you think white people should get a day off work? For, for being Martin white. For King Day. No, no. <laughs> 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 no, do you think white people should get a day off for Martin Luther King Day? Or should it only be Oh, absolutely. absolutely yeah. Why? Because otherwise you're going to create another divide. Very simple. What's the point in giving black people a day off school anyway? they don't turn up <laughs> they're never there and for work they don't do any work anyway okay uh, crack cocaine was developed which surprised me I thought it was around long before then in 1983 yeah, yeah. well no yeah. you see there's a difference between crack cocaine and cocaine okay what is you the know difference? the difference sure I don't know so like, I just made this up here Conway. cocaine has been going around since what the 70s 60s probably even I would have thought earlier even uh, well, it would ex- it existed, but it wouldn't have probably become popular as a recreational drug until probably the sixty late sixties, early seventies. Would you say it existed as a drug, though? Oh, absolutely, yeah. it's okay. existed for many years. Yeah. Okay. Um, but so cocaine, what? the powder, what you think of is, is a white powder that you would snort. Okay. And some people now cocaine? inject crack cocaine is like a rock. It's like a hard cocaine. Like you can't snort it, so you generally would smoke it. So there is a, a big difference, and it's, I think Does it's it more come potent, from and it's more it's addictive, more. and it's it's a lot worse for you. Like, you okay, know, but a higher buzz. With, the people you see with no teeth and uh, you know the, the cheeks withdrawn and all that stuff, crack whores crack basically. Crack whores. You know, yeah. that's what it does to you. Very sad then, nineteen eighty three. Very sad. Very sad year, absolutely. They're spending billions on Star Wars warfare, and they're not fighting the drug problem coming in from the Bahamas. There you go. So there you go. What uh, you've already identified: Star Wars and Superman, three as films in nineteen eighty three. Any others come to mind? One of your favorite comedies, I think it is. Anyway, you used to love it when when I first met you. The Jerk. No, I don't know when the Jerk was. 
Um, it's another old comedy that we like. Airplane. No, that that's got to be earlier, doesn't it? Just Tra- trading places. Wow, it's funny that you mentioned trading places because I was only talking about that three hours ago with somebody. Oh yeah, and yet when I said one of your favorite comedies, <laughs> it didn't come to mind. No, it's very no, it didn't because I didn't I didn't realize. <laughs> Is it one of your favorites? Eh? Thought it was. It's a very good, yeah. It's it's a very very good funny film. Um, but no, somebody put up in a group of ours earlier on, uh, Duke and Duke. So it was a T-shirt with a dollar sign in the middle, and it had Duke and Duke, and it was just a model wearing this T-shirt. And he says, "Does anybody know what this is were from?" Were these the old guys? Were they? They were the old guys. Yeah, Duke and Duke. But it's on a T-shirt now. And he said, "Does anybody remember what this is from?" And somebody put up, uh, what did they put up? Um, not Brewster's Millions they put up some old comedy I can't remember but obviously the answer was Trading Places yeah. and it's just funny that you mentioned it because yeah we happen. talked about it earlier today very very good film uh, Eddie Murphy good, yeah. and Dan Aykroyd at their Did best say I would say. dated it I doesn't it's, it's it stood the te- no it's yeah. stood the test of time I'd watch it probably every year at least really yeah see at least yeah. parts of it yeah yeah it is the kind of film I'd imagine that you can just it's on the telly and you can just watch it. Yeah, and there's a great scene at the end where I think Dan Aykroyd pretends to be a black person, doesn't he? he <laughs> on the train. Good. Yeah, it's very good. Um, or does he? <laughs> <laughs> I know, or maybe Eddie Murphy pretends to be this African shaman kind of typical okay. African priest type thing. Kind of different to Dan Aykroyd. I, I, for some reason I want to think Dan Aykroyd was a black, you know. Like Dan Aykroyd. Aykroyd talking jive kind of thing. Yeah. Like an airplane. Are you thinking of yeah, that? Yeah, I, I think it, could, I think it could be. I, I, I'll stand corrected. If, if I am wrong, folks, uh, let us know. You're going mental. Um, but that was film. Now, here's something that can... Uh, Jaws 3D is another one, actually. <coughs> is that the one in the uh, water park? Yeah. Yeah, nonsense. Not nonsense. as bad as the one that came after. Which one was that? Jaws Revenge or something. The yeah. last one with Michael Caine. She, the yeah. wife moves across the country and Jaws follows her. Or something. Yeah, nonsense. No. I don't think Jaws 3D was that bad, but you know what? It got me thinking about 3D films. I'd love to see Jaws 3D. I'd say that would be amazing in 3D. Like, I presume it's Jaws 3 in 3D. I'd say it would be brilliant. Yeah, there is 3D moments. But I remember every Halloween, you'd get, there'd be some magazine, or it could come with the RT Guide or something. Do you remember? You'd get the glasses, the blue and red glasses, and there'd be, yeah, they never worked. (laughs) And there'd be a show on RT2, a movie, and it'd be like this horror film or whatever, but it's in 3D, and you'd it's sit around so there with your glasses like a fucking idiot, and they never worked. Never. Right? And, and the yet older the I next got, year it's yeah. Like but the older I got, I eventually said, "Fuck this! It's, it's actually not yeah. working." So I was very skeptical then when 3D first came in, in into the cinema. Came back into because yeah. it was around obviously in the 80s. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this is going to be shit." But I, I went to that was the big one that everyone loves. The, Avatar? Avatar, yeah. And it was brilliant, let's be honest about it. I haven't seen that in 3D. I've seen seen that in 3D and it was brilliant. It it took you to that world. um, And ever since then, no, there's not really good 3D movies. I think worthy of it. I particularly don't like 3D movies. I'd rather sit there and watch it myself. I I, I get uncomfortable wearing the glasses. Um, But that was a very good movie. And I haven't, nothing has compared to that since. Right. Okay. There was two James Bond films. Octopussy. Thunderball. No, is Thunderball not a really old one? I'm not big up on my... I thought, my I thought the reason... Because I think Thunderball is a remake of another one. Because um, there was... You know, there's... there's uh, for want of a better word, there's licensed James Bond movies. 
official James Bond movies and there's unofficial James Bond movies, that. but with the same actors, like with Roger Moore, but they're unofficial Bond movies. So they're not based on the books? <coughs> yeah, okay. yeah, but one of them is a remake of The Spy Who Loved Me or something like that, I can't remember, but Thunderball is definitely either the remake or the original okay. of a remake. And why did they remake it? With, this, with the same James Bond? Uh, I think it could be a different one, I, I okay. don't know. But uh, th- it was but just uh, one. Of, it was a better one anyway to right. remake. Because I remember, I'm not a James Bond fan at all, and then the first Daniel Craig one, um, Casino Royale, brilliant. Casino Royale was brilliant, and brilliant. that's based on the first James Bond book. Yeah. Now I would have thought by that stage they filmed every James Bond book, but obviously they hadn't, unless they did. There was a Casino Royale comedy. Yes, I remember that. Too. Yeah, which is kind of funny actually. But I, I don't, I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, no, but, but anyway, in 1983. Name the movies. Octopussy and Never Say Never. Never Say Never Again. Never Say Never Again. Um, What's the interesting thing about this? It confused me for ages. Was there two different Bonds in it? Yes. Yeah, there, did, wasn't there Roger Moore, Sean Connery, Sean Connery, Roger Moore, and then Sean Connery came back? That must be it, yeah. yeah there Never was Say Never Again. Sean, Sean Connery, Connery did them. Back. And then Roger Moore did them, I think. And then yeah. Sean Connery came back again. But I'm not sure who was in which. I, yeah, so I wouldn't be that big a fan. Octopussy I don't know. is one of the few James Bond films I know because I remember as a kid, I loved the woman in Octopussy. Yeah. In her swimsuit. Just everything about her. She was just amazing. I don't remember in a swimsuit. I remember in the, this long, white flowing dress that had a slit all the way up the side. And she was so sexy because you couldn't see anything. Yeah. Obviously, you never saw anything in James Well, that's it. You, you, I think I get more excited by what you don't see than what you do see. Yeah, no, I agree. And it, it was certainly when you're young, your imagination does the rest. But Octopussy was for me one of the sexiest ones. Then there was one with Kim Bassner when she was tied up with the voodoo thing going on. I can't remember which one that was. But anyway, Living this Octopussy. Um, that's right, yeah, it's a great song. Um, so anyway, Octopussy is definitely Roger Moore. So Never Say Never must be Sean Connery. So, the, so I remember my brother telling me that they brought Sean Connery out of retirement yep. to, to do a James Bond. And the question I'd love to know is why? I, I imagined when they did this that there was no James Going back. Yeah, there, there, well no, I would have thought there's no um there's no actor for James Bond at the moment. And we can't find someone. So we'll get we'll get Sean Connery to do like to kind of fill the gap, like the way Zidane came out. Oh no, I think they brought him back because of he was very so successful and his sex well, surely Roger Moore else. was <clears throat> Roger Moore was very successful as well. Yeah, I'm yeah. shocked by the fact that there was an existing James Bond. Maybe different directors, or maybe these are some of the unofficial ones. I, I, I'm not that mm. massive a fan. I, I enjoy the movies. I watched every movie. Don't ask me who was in what, or the, I couldn't tell you the plot of any of those films. No, I don't know either. Yeah, well, I remember the Fabergé egg. Is it one of? Is it Octopussy? Is I remember it? everything about Octopussy. <laughs> <laughs> my Literally fav- asked my favorite one is. Uh, and the only reason it's really my favourite one is the, the volcano, the one the volcano. I think it's uh, A View to a Kill. And it's the one the volcano, the base isn't... Uh, what I loved about the James Bond films was the end scenes where he's he's yeah. one man in the base. With loads of baddies. With loads of bad guys. They're, they're not even baddies, though, are they? They're just, just workers. Just, <laughs> stuff, yeah. But I, th- that's what I loved as a kid, was the big battle scenes at the end. And how... Yeah. But not, not, not necessarily the battle scenes, but... That they these big extravagant, uh, oh, bases you know, laboratory or whatever. Yeah, yeah. the la- like yeah. you know the submarine, the underwater. Nobody world. knew about them. They're yeah. massive. Yeah, and I loved it, and I loved that kind of feel to it. And I'd always mm. imagine myself how I, would I break in, and I was Bond in that situation, mm. and what would I do? And I loved it, and I would play with the soldiers and stuff that you'd have with toys, kind of reliving that. That's so I loved them. Yeah. So my favorite base was the volcano. 
And that's in a view to a kill. That, that's a, that's Timothy Dalton. No, that's View to Kill is Roger Moore. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Timmy Dalton is the Living Daylights. Alright. And Cause the two License to Kill. Is that not what you said? Oh, View to a Thrill. A View to a Kill. View, view to Kill and License to Kill. A View to a Kill okay. is Roger Moore and License to Kill is Timothy okay. Dalton. The two Timothy Dalton films. But I'm not a big fan. brilliant. I know no, I'm not a fan of James Bond at all and yet we seem I'm to know a hell of a lot between the, the two of us. Between, yeah. yeah, I'm surprised. But the, but the, the two Timothy know. Dalton ones are brilliant films. Now maybe he's not I don't a great like Timmy Dalton, but they are yeah, good that films. Could be so it. They're, they're great, really, really good, good films. Yeah. Way better. I hate James Bond films with really? a passion. I, the, to me, because my brother bought the big tin box set, he spent a fortune on it. He says they're brilliant. You should watch one of them and watch all the background scenes and all that stuff. To me, that is just so boring because they're not how spy films should be. They're just action movies, mm. and you know Bond is going to kill everyone and he's going to bed the woman, but you're not going to see anything, and then she's either going to get killed or go back to the to the body you know she's obviously always but that's what the we want that's what it's all about the same thing I suppose but that's not what I want anyway listen you need to move you need to turn the page what have you yeah, got you know, I find that interesting it's very interesting so we haven't got an answer anyways to why Sean Connery was brought back great title never say never again never say never again the titles of James Bond stuff never make sense do they they, they never refer to anything in the film like, think, think of your one there a view, view to a kill <laughs> that, like you could call that but it's it's d- only wonder you don't remember the plots of the films because that could be the name of any film yeah Octopussy I have no idea why it's called that's Octopussy that's your one's name in the movie okay okay well that makes sense then Thunderball no Cannonball that's not a James Bond one okay you know you know my point anyway like the Doctor No me. yeah like every spy loved him didn't they <laughs> He did though. Doctor No, obviously there's a Doctor No. We did a uh, we did a very good. Uh, I'm on a Facebook group with two other lads, and we did a oh, one. About that. <coughs> and, and one of, so I think Never Say Never Again. That's how it kicked off. Somebody said Never Say Never, and I said again, and then it kicked off, and we end up quoting James Bond movies to this third person who didn't cop on we were quoting James Bond movies so it was, it was quite a bit of fun but turn the page please we're, we're okay, well into our show now and we're still on the first page yeah. of three no, that's, that's probably double sided as well are they War Games was meant <laughs> great film the that. oh jeez they yeah. are double sided folks no, it's, not, it's, not, it's literally this and this right the rest is other what's stuff what's all that for, for that's another for show another day another yeah. show another day okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ okay War Games yeah Matthew Broderick you loved, loved that loved that film yeah, yeah. I loved it Have you seen again it because I loved computers back in the day and the whole end sequence and the X's and O's and all that I loved it yeah, yeah. good film Cujo surprised me Cujo mm. what's that you you have no idea what that Cujo is? Cujo yeah no because I didn't think it was a famous film at all I've Talk never seen it I've never read it it's a Stephen King book and it's one of his few that I've never read it sounds boring it's like seems to be now I can't talk about it because I haven't seen it or read it but so why is it on the list what I know about it is one of the most popular films of 1983 which shocks me you know to look it up after the show but my understanding is the whole thing is set in a car like Cujo is the St. Bernard dog that goes rabbit Okay. You ever hear that? No. No. Okay. Gee, I'm sh- I'm shocked. You 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 know everything culturally. People that don't know the book would know. Like if you get a crazy dog, oh yeah, that's Cujo. It's gone Cujo on you. No, I wouldn't no. know that. Okay. But anyway, it's, it shocks me because it sounds like it should be boring. It makes me want to kind of watch the film or read the book. Risky business. All what? the right moves. Are you serious? Yeah. Risky business. Yeah. I haven't. I don't think I've seen all the right moves. Or maybe I have. I haven't seen Taps. Um, have you seen Taps? No, is that his first one? I think it's his first official one, yeah, yeah uh, where he's the kind of leading, uh, star in it. But risky business, wow. 
it's just for you, for those of you at home, you probably know. Yeah, like. Oh, Dad, geez, gonna, have gonna, we not gonna, talked about this before? We have, but not 1983. Okay. Oh, we did, we did. <laughs> we <laughs> I mean, probably did do 1983. We talk about Tom Cruise every year. But yeah, Tom Cruise. Like, we, you, if you don't know by now, we love him. And that felt like at one Halloween, we went out and, and Charlie dressed up as Tom Cruise in Risky Business. But he just literally went out with a pair of white boxers mm-hmm. and a, an open shirt and a pair of socks, no shoes or nothing. Sunglasses. So, and sunglasses. And yeah. the bouncer was kicking up a fuss by letting me in. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, a good, it was a good night. Um so it's always kind of close to our heart but that song and that I, I've said it before I think on the show the best sex scene I've from any film is Risky Business for me um, and I agree but it's a different you sex don't, you, you don't see anything in it they're on the train there's the music Phil Collins is playing in the background there's this anticipation built up Almost you can guy. imagine how out of breath they are that they just want to be all over each other but there's this homeless guy in the bus and or on the train and people are getting on and off, but they finally ever gets off. But this last person just won't get off, so he has to fuck him off and mm. he, he comes back on. Or something yeah, there. and then the whole sex thing kicks off and it's just so slow and sensual. Mm. And, and you see them amazing. going through a tunnel because it keeps going black. Yeah, the black yeah. it flashes. You keep thinking you are going to see you're getting naked. I think you see your knickers being pulled down too, which is very sexy. Um, it's 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 a very very powerful sex scene and my favorite of all movies. Yours is I the same film, I believe, but a different moment different. in it's the film. It's the first time he meets her, when he orders her. I remember yeah. him wearing the baseball mask when he was ringing up, like, as if yeah. to cover up his voice. Yeah. And yet, she's going to see him in person and so on. But she arrived, he's falling asleep, and she arrives on a bicycle. You see it from her perspective. And then it comes cuts into him, and he's left, like, one of the doors open, and there's a curtain, and the curtain is blowing in. Like, it's crazy wind inside. Yeah. And she walks in. She's wearing, like, a light, short summer dress and high heels. And you see her, and she just takes off. It's kind of half dark. And yeah. She just takes off the summer dress. She's got nothing underneath it, and she goes over to him. And then you just get a couple of clips of him, like, having sex on the stairs. And it's just... It, it, so it's you do see nudity in that. And it was so powerful. I mean, as a kid, I used to just think about that when I was fantasizing. Over yeah, and, and, over. So and, and the whole films like that that kind of ruin sex for you, isn't it? Because it doesn't actually nothing happen like that in reality. No. But, no, it's no. it's amazing film. Did you ever see Body Heat? Yes, Madonna, film. I think, is in that, isn't she? No, I know the film you're thinking of. That's a sex film on, on the car. Yeah. Everyone goes on about the candles, but yeah. it's a bit on the bottom of the but car. But I did see bit Body Heat. Uh, it's re- it's an amazing film. It's a great film, more film. But in that, she's setting out to drive him wild because she's married to this old rich guy. And obviously, she it's wants to It's not Marilyn Brando in that, but there's somebody fairly... No, William Hurt and so William Hurt Kathleen Turner. Yes. I can't remember who her husband is, but obviously she's yes. setting up... I remember it because uh, my partner's father actually had this big video collection and that was always on the top shelf of it and they always I actually watched it. As watched it was unsuitable or just But the top shelf you could like it was only kind of uh. to your chest. But uh, yeah, it was always there and it was always a film I wanted to watch and eventually I did watch it like but yeah, no, it's a it's a I good film. It's, it's it's a film. It's a One bit like Last films. Tango in Paris, that kind of strange it's a bit more yeah, sensual, but it's very it's, a, it's a hard film to watch if it wasn't for the sex. Oh, really? I Particularly love, I love every scene in it. Oh, yeah. maybe as a kid. I never saw it as a kid. One of my favourite films is Double Indemnity, an old film. And it's it's like a remake of that. Like basically, you've got a woman who just is going to find some sucker, make him fall in love with her. And use him. And use him to kill her husband. But, but when she's teasing him, William Hurt, 
you see her going inside. I, I never never thought of this now and been linked with it to risky business, but you see her going inside, like they go out and her husband's away and they go out for a drink together and then she goes into her house and locks the door, says goodnight. And he was obviously expecting to get invited in. And then she goes into the living room or whatever and it's, it's like a conservatory, just glass everywhere. And he's standing outside in the patio and you just see her sitting down and she kind of opens her legs like that. And it's so sensual. She was kind of sexy, I suppose, when she was younger. Kathleen Turner was yeah. amazing, yeah. And he just gets a patio chair and fucks it through the, the patio glass window to shatter it, and then he just walks in. And, and I actually don't remember that scene. I must, it's just, I must revisit really, that film. Like, it's really erotic. I watched it very young. Um, it's a film that, yeah, speaking, I'd say it's shit Speaking of somebody who is uh, very attractive, Kathleen Turner, uh, when she was younger, there's another girl... Uh, Believe it or not, who was very, very attractive when she was younger, and her name is uh, Diane Keating. <laughs> Diane Keating, would you believe? There's okay. A, uh, there's a there's a film um, with Diane Keating in it, and uh, funny enough, for some reason, I want to say Midnight is involved in the title. I'm not sure, but I think she's just she's a teacher. I think who becomes sex obsessed with sex and go like by day I she's a teacher, film. and at yeah, night I she goes off. I, I watched touring. as a kid thinking it was going to be dirty. Yeah, but yeah. it is kind of... Is Richard Gere in it, I think? She wears a lot of makeup in it. I think Richard Gere is in it. Um, and she's very sexy in it, and there's a scene where she's on... They've just had sex, and she stands up. Richard Dreyfus is it? No, no, Richard Gere, I believe. And she goes to the toilet. No, she doesn't go to the toilet. She she basically has sex, and she gets a, a rag or a bit of tissue and wipes herself. And to me, that was like as a kid, as a young adolescent or whatever, <laughs> it was like, what the fuck is she doing? It was just... I well, didn't I, understand. I never. Well, no, I did, but I never thought of it, or never associated, or never seen it before. And I was like, "Oh my god, this is like unbelievable!" And it's it's a really it's a midnight. It's not midnight cowboy. That's a different film altogether. No. But uh, I know the, I know the film you're talking about. Yeah, a, br- a brilliant film. Not mm. uh, probably not even 1983. I I think I see why people think she's good looking as a as a young woman. I actually think she's stunning now as an older woman. I think she's very very pretty. I remember watching a film called Body Double. Did you watch that as a youngster? I think is it Melanie Griffith or someone? Tell me about it. I can't remember the plot of it. I just fast forwarded certain bits. It was one of those Brian De Palma films where you see half naked people. Well, like um, um, Nine and a Half Weeks is obviously be another big one. Classic, yeah, absolute classic. I remember actually Nine and a Half Weeks. I remember going on my own cycling up to the video shop to borrow that. Really? Yeah, and I borrowed it. I can't remember how I would have gotten a chance to watch it. Maybe my parents were gone away or something. And the fuckers in the video shop, I returned it, and then they rang up the house saying, uh, you've returned the video here, but we, you didn't return the video wasn't in it or whatever. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, and my dad says, Alan, did you borrow nine and a half weeks? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. It was mortifying. Yeah, brilliant now. It was mortifying as a kid. I remember my dad saying, it's okay, we won't tell man. But the thing was, I had returned it. I know the name of the film. Is it Annie Hall? No, Annie Hall. No, looking for Mister. No. Oh, yeah, could looking be looking for Mister. Goodbar. Goodbar. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You're right. Hey, it Richard, Richard Gere. Yeah. Okay, very good. Great, great, Between great the show. Two of us, we knew it. Yeah. Looking for Mister. Goodbar, a okay. dedicated school teacher, spends a night cruising bars, looking for abusive men and whom she can engage in progressively violent sexual encounters. Dedicated school teacher. <laughs> poach, poach, <Doesn't> poach. <laughs> 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 1977. Gay connotations. 
Yeah, it does. Isn't that yeah. Tina Fey does. Paul cruising, and it's just for him. Could him. be. Could be. No, there is. There is. In fact, for and Tom he, Cruise. He no, called cruising. All right. Uh, and in that, like cruising means when you're gay, going looking for another gay guy to meet. He, yeah. he's no, caught. I get that, yeah, I get that. All right, okay. But looking from Wits of Good Bar, a good film worth to watch. She's absolutely filthy in it. That's, is she, though? She okay. is. I'm going to give you two more minutes. You me. I think Charlie. we should put this off. Um, so that's it. So, yeah, Tom Cru- two Tom Cruise films. So there you go. Um, great films. So they're the films. The songs, what do you think were the big songs? Did nothing happen in the world that was crazy, no? No, it was a very dull, safe year. <laughs> My apologies for that, folks. No, talk to me about the music. Uh, what songs do you think? Blondie probably would have had one. Um, it's been big. I, I did, there was a lot of songs, so I had to talk to us quickly. So what I a tried, feeling! I tried to narrow it down to four. What a feeling! Yeah. Do you like that song? Good song, yeah. Good like song. Like film. Uh, Flashdance is it? Footloose. Flash, yeah, Flashdance. Yeah. Have haven't seen it. No, neither have I. Okay. Um, sweet dreams are made of this. Sweet dreams are your your arithmetic, is it? Yeah. Uh, I, Annie Lennox. I always forget her name. Uh, yeah, b- brilliant song. You yeah, seem to remember it there pretty well. I did. Yeah, I'm <laughs> surprised. <laughs> you said it very well. Billy Jean. Billy Jean. Yeah, she's not my lover. Our yeah. song, isn't it? Yeah, brilliant song. Yeah. No, it's not our song. Beat it is our song. How oh, is it? Which yeah. is the same year then? It probably there was is. a couple of Michael Jackson songs I wrote. Yeah, well, that would have been uh, yeah. Every Breath You Take by uh, the Police. Great song. Was it the police? It was the police, yeah, wasn't it? Police. Uh, and and, and a, a, a great one in the nineties that followed up. Folks, that's pretty much it for great tonight. Year. Yeah. Uh, I think we've had a good show and, and I hope As you, always. Well, I, I hope you give us a few a few likes and a few mentions and, and come back to us. Mm-hmm. And feel free to make a donation. <laughs> if you wish to donate. It's costing us a tenner a month, guys. Give us a shout yeah. and there's no issue. It's a tenner a month, it's a big deal. Um, um once again we'd like to thank Poach Design Studios, who have sponsored our show tonight, and we really that appreciate it. P O A C H E. So P O A C H E. Yeah. Poach. 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 As in poaching poach. an egg. So we really appreciate. Or poaching an animal. Or an animal, exactly. But but it's not as in poaching an egg or an animal. So no, it's different. It's different, yeah. So poach. Poach. How many times do we have to say it? <laughs> <laughs> that that's thing. it. We've, we've hit the quota now. Okay. So I've been Goldie Metcalf. I'm been poach, poach, poach. And this has been Midnight in Baghdad. Good night, folks. All the best.